Alright, so before I go into all the crazy theories that I've put into this video, which I believe will make you think, I'm gonna give it to you straight. I think this season is really going to end dark. I'd even go as far as saying, maybe Mando will die, or Boba will die, to sacrifice themselves in order to save the child. I could just see at the very end Mando being absolutely destroyed, Boba being dead, perhaps, and really up the stakes for everything that might come. Din has nothing left. He's completely destroyed, including his Beskar armor. We see parts of his face, his whole body is wrecked, the child is gone, in the possession of the remnants of the Empire, and when all hope is lost, we get a Jedi appearing on screen. Now that I've given you a summation of my main theory, I hope you enjoy this video. With the episode of Ahsoka leaving us all wanting more, I have a feeling we won't see her again this season. I hope I'm wrong, but I think this could be her entrance into her own spin-off show where she now goes and finds Ezra. Dave Filoni has said in an interview that it's very possible, he's not confirming, but he says the possibility of this episode taking place just before she goes and finds Sabine and Rebels is a possibility. Now, as for Mando and Grogu, here's what I think will happen by the end of the season and how it all could end. And keep in mind, this is just a theory, so take it with a grain of sand. My theory is that now that they've gone to Tython and Grogu has been atop the seeing stone, who did he really reach out to? Was it just a light side force user? Was it a dark side force user? Or was it a force ghost? As Tython is a planet of balance, favoring neither side of the force, but the middle. This means using both the dark and the light, anger and love, hatred and peace. This will reveal Grogu's location to so many force users. With this being season two, perhaps the darker version of the show's seasons, it could lead into the bad guys winning, leaving us all on a big cliffhanger for season three. Now that the dark troopers have Grogu, where are the next two episodes going to lead us? Well, we know the next episode will spend time getting Bill Burr's character out of jail to find where Moff Gideon is hiding the child, or where he's located, really. What I'm thinking is going to happen is that the child goes back to some lab base on a planet again maybe near Thrawn's fleet, and this is where the next episode could end, with the season finale having an all-out war like Endgame on that planet. I want Bo-Katan to show up and the Night Owls, I want Ahsoka to return, Boba, Fennec Shand, heck, even throw Cobb Vanth in there. I could really see something like this going down, and in the end, some people lose their lives while others prevail, and I think this one will maybe end in the favor of the bad guys. I think finally when Mando fights the Dark Troopers and Moff Gideon using his Beskar spear against his Darksaber, he will eventually beat Mando and take Grogu. The end of the season will have us devastated that Grogu might now die as he's gonna be experimented on until a Jedi arrives on the planet to answer the call from Grogu. This Jedi, I'm hoping, could be Luke Skywalker, but it could also be Ezra, Cal Kestis, could even be Leia. As we know, Luke was training her after Return of the Jedi. And heck, I mean, it could even be Mace Windu, who knows. Now I think, I hope, it will be Luke. Luke's searching for students at this moment for his Jedi Temple, now that he strives to take the title of Grand Master. So it would make sense that he would want to answer the call of a Jedi reaching out, or a Force user reaching out. It is here that he will come to Mando's aid, and Season 2 will end with Luke's arrival, or some important Jedi we know. I can see it now, the devastation as Mando lays there with his Beskar armor in pieces. All hope is lost. As we're looking at the Mando from the ground level, perhaps, we see a figure walk into frame at the waist, and hanging off of his belt clip, 
is Luke's green lightsaber hilt, which of course looks a lot like Obi-Wan's and not to go into a tangent, the blueprints for this were taken from Obi-Wan's journal on how to build a lightsaber. And there's a theory floating around that the green crystal is actually Qui-Gon Jinn's, but that's just a pure theory, fan theory. But honestly, nothing would make me happier. It's here that Luke will come to Mando's aid and season two will end with Luke's arrival or some important Jedi that we know, setting it up for season three, which will all be about Luke and Mando tracking the Empire to save Grogu and destroy destroy Moff Gideon, which is where Thrawn comes in for extra firepower, if he doesn't already enter the scene in season 2's finale. As I was writing this, I could also think of how they could tie into Luke's disappearance in the sequels and make it somewhat logically explained for his character because the way he ran away and hid just was not like Luke. I think he could end up saving the child in season three, but among doing this, he'll learn of everything the Empire might be doing. And this is how Snoke secretly comes into contact with Ben Solo, since we know he's been manipulating him for years at a very young age. I think Snoke will play the role of a very influential and politically powerful being who is in one way or another in the lives of Leia and Han Solo, to have come so close to their son, Ben. As we know, Leia is in politics, so it only makes sense that maybe Palpatine or the soon-to-be First Order would put Snoke into some sort of a political power. Snoke may say that he knew Anakin and his fall to Vader. This could intrigue Ben and start his path down the dark side. As for Luke, it could lead to his fight with Snoke, which was mentioned in the canon comics. He messed Snoke up pretty bad, so I'd like to learn more about that. But at the end of it all, I think Luke will be so afraid of the Empire taking his blood, with his mighty high M count from his father, the Skywalker bloodline, that he'll go away into hiding. And this could be how they possibly tie Luke's sequel trilogy story to make a little more sense. It won't change how I feel about the whole thing, but it'll at least be a better explanation than him just being sad and scaring himself after trying to murder his own nephew. With Luke in The Mandalorian, I think we'll see a similar dynamic of Anakin and Obi-Wan just with Luke and Ben Solo. It'll be like God of War 4, my favorite game of all time, with Kratos and Atreus, which I've been streaming like crazy on the gaming channel. Luke spends a lot of time between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens traveling the galaxy and grabbing ancient relics, artifacts, Sith and Jedi holocrons. Maybe he even goes to the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, among many others. That'd be really cool. I could see an entire series with Luke and Ben as they unravel so many mysteries of the galaxy, the Force, the Jedi and Sith, and of course the remnants of the Empire, and Vader as Luke prepares to create his new Jedi Academy. Now, if it won't be Luke, then I could see Ezra coming into the show. Perhaps Grogu on the Seeing Stone on Tython, once reaching out into the Force, will be able to leave a trail back to him from those who can sense him. And with Ezra being lost in the Unknown Regions, or what I assume is him being lost, he'll find his way back from Grogu's call, and it'll be answered. Ezra could teach him the ways of the Force, maybe the ways of both sides of the Force since he was always teetering on the light and dark at times, especially with Maul in his head. Now a possible theory on Snoke is in regards to the Episode 9 novel saying the scientists were splicing genes to create a vessel for the spirit of Palpatine. Snoke was obviously a spliced abomination of some sorts, created in a test tube. What if Snoke was a combination of Palpatine and Luke, hence the ice blue eyes? What if the hand from Luke Skywalker was taken by the Emperor just like in Legends comics and cloned repetitively until they created Snoke? Of course, splicing genes in the mix. If we go with the legend story from Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast, in there they were trying to create force sensitive beings 
by imbuing them with kyber crystals. Maybe the ring on Snoke's finger falls in line with this legend story of imbuing a being with the force via kyber. What if they need more than just a high M count of blood? What if that's just one piece of the ingredient? What if they need a powerful kyber crystal to power it all? like an energy source to work with the midichlorians. After all, Jedi and their crystals were connected in the Force, allowing their lightsaber to be more than just a weapon, but rather an extension of their very bodies. So what if it's so unbelievably difficult to make this Force-sensitive clone being that they need all of these different things to help facilitate that. At the end of the day, I'd love to see Luke return in season two. I think it'll be the biggest cliffhanger, bigger than Force Awakens. But regardless, I'm very excited on the edge of my seat to see the end of this season because I know season three will be absolutely insane. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks for watching this theory video. I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.